The Building Freedom Podcast is created by Randy Stanbury, the founder and chief inspiration officer of Four Level Coach. Randy is a best-selling author with 25 years of real-world experience and a load of personal and business development. He will be sharing the tools, strategies, and mindset to help you overcome the most difficult roadblocks. Discover how you can transform your life and your business for greater freedom. Hey, everybody. It's Randy Stanbury with Four Level Coach, and this is the Building Freedom Podcast. Today, I'll be sharing insights and strategies directly from our Facebook group live for custom home builders. If you are a custom builder or remodeler and want to join the live conversation, head over to our Facebook group by clicking the link in the description of this podcast. Now, don't worry if you're a plumber, electrician, painter, landscaper, it does not matter if you're any of the other trades. All of these insights and strategies relate directly to you and your business, I promise you. Now, let's dive right in and join the conversation that's in motion now. Good day, everyone, again, and uh, welcome to another episode. I love these episodes. It's just uh, continuing to kind of force me to dive down deep into some of the uh, past success stories of, of clients and why it worked and what didn't work and share all of the strategies and insights of those outcomes. And uh, it's been really, really fun week after week after week to you know, kind of just keep uncovering, um, you know, the best of the best so that we can continue to provide some great, great insights, uh, tips, tools, strategies uh, in these sessions. So really, really happy to have you guys again. And uh, um, this one is an interesting one. This one is really fun. Um, You know, stick with us to the end on this because this is the client acquisition machine on steroids. This is kind of the story um, and this true story of a client acquisition machine and this guy just really put it on steroids and and I'm gonna tell you how it worked, um, why it worked for him and how it's working today and really what has, uh, you know, where he was and where he is and that, that, that whole shift and the whole process that he's gone through and not just gone through but where he is heading. And where he's heading is an absolute ability to create that ultimate freedom, uh, what this is all about. Uh, This is nothing more than being able to share freedom stories, uh, share freedom insights. Um, And I can promise you through this journey, you can see there's been very little freedom in building it. But man, when you get the right pieces in place, you get that ultimate freedom and then he's heading there. Uh, definitely in the next 12 months, he should be there. So uh, this is really fun. Um, where the client acquisition machine, and, and we'll fill you in on, on, on what I'm referring to. Really, I'm referring to the uh, marketing and sales system working in conjunction, working in sync with each other to consistently and predictably bring great new opportunities, great new leads, uh, ideal cl- uh, uh, prospects, ideal candidates, ideal customers to you, um, and being able to close them at the highest profitability uh, possible. So with that machine, and and the reason we refer to it as a machine is because if it works like it should, it needs to be bringing you new opportunities constantly, consistently. 
And when those come, they're not just any opportunities, they're the right opportunities. They're the ones that you want. They're the ones that you can literally close. Um, so this guy, um, he met us about a year and a half ago. We were, he was in a, a program, it was a 90 day program that we had. And we were talking about, uh, and this is kind of the, the, uh, the amazing part of when you catch something and you run with it, you just never know what little insights that you pick up. And well, something that we talk about often is uh, a strategy of one to many's. Uh, now in the home building, custom home building world, uh, much more difficult to find these one to many's. Um, you know, your, your architects and designers are probably more your one to many's. Uh, but in the remodeling world, there's a, a number of uh, different uh, possibilities for this. And uh, this gentleman ran with it. So his one-to-many, when we refer to a one-to-many, we're referring to a client base, a particular opportunity working with one client that can bring many, many, many uh, new projects. And this gentleman was working, he's a remodeler, a renovator, um, at the time was working with a number of, uh, of different types of clients. It wasn't, uh, didn't have it niche down in any way, shape or form. Uh, but after going through uh, this tool and this strategy thinking session that we had, uh, he, really a light bulb went off for him and said, you know, what if I worked more with investors? And I kind of solely put my focus with investors and started looking at income suites, income properties. Uh, so in doing so, we he went away for a 90 day period of time. When he came back 90 days later, he literally was up $700,000 in new opportunities, not new opportunities, in new confirmed jobs. So, you know, an average of $100,000 jobs, he had closed seven of them um, from this strategy. Now, why is this important to this whole client acquisition machine? I will get there, but ultimately, you know, he went from kind of spending, and, and he was spending a, a ton of money on all kinds of different marketing that was working to a degree, but not really working, not the way that he wanted it to work. And it certainly wasn't consistent and predictable, and it wasn't bringing in ideal clients either. And um, and the truth is, uh, to some degree, didn't have an ideal client base at the time anyway, in terms of what um, he had really niched down and figured out. So once this strategy hit and he, and he left with his one-to-many, and he felt like the investor world would be something that he would test and tackle. And he came back with, you know, $700,000 in increase. And this is in a business that at the time was doing a million dollars a year. Um, so pretty straightforward, doing a million dollars a year, but had this 90 day increase of 700 grand. That was a huge eye-opening light bulb moment. Um, now, since then, a year and a half later, uh, literally just uh, had a session with him today, just got off the off a call not too long ago. And uh, he's now on track, and we're talking a year and a half later, he's on track in the next 12 months to hit 5 million. Um, you know, so when you go from one to 5 million in a couple of years, that's a, a really significant increase. Uh, and the profitability on this is extremely good because of the focus uh, on the product the focus on the client base, the focus and the attention that he has put into his efficiencies. 
is leveraging people and creating the systems and everything else that we talk about. So this is a truly, truly uh, interesting, remarkable story. It's one that had to take a lot of action. He's had to be an action taker in a big, big way. He's worked his nuts off to make it happen. And it's not like this just happens overnight. It does take a whole lot of work. But man, when you get this thing down, it is so well refined. Um, so let's dive in uh, into the whole client acquisition machine and really what uh, and how he's put what he's put together. Uh, one, it saved him a ton of dough, a ton of dough on the marketing that he was doing because he was able to pull back on that spend and that Google spend and Facebook spend and everything that he was doing at the time and say, forget that, I'm just gonna test the waters in putting myself into the right investor rooms. And if I could put myself in the right investor rooms and get into those conversations, then I'm ultimately uh, gonna test the waters and see if by being in those rooms, I can put myself or create myself as an expert and can I start leveraging that work? Um, again, 90 days later, $700,000 uh, in the bank and uh, a whole bunch of new jobs and a whole bunch of new thinking and opportunities. So marketing spend reduced, really reduced, um, new vision. <clears throat> and then it's about refining and refining and refining and making that better and better over time. Um, so since that time, He's went and created his own contractor show. Now, of course, when you have a niche and you niche down um, to something as specific as working with investors only. And the beautiful thing is, you know, he went to a, a point in time where, um, you know, he would say, unless you uh, are an investor and you want uh, income suite work done, I am not your guy. Uh, if you are not uh, an investor, I just can't work with you. I don't work with you. I am so focused on the work that I do and it works for us and makes so much sense that we just don't do any other work. In fact, all the other work creates more headaches, more hassles, more problems. <coughs> Excuse me. So, um, you know, when you get a niche and a focus like that, you can really, really, really dial in. You know, you no longer have to take anything and everything. You can get laser focus. You can make those decisions and you no longer have to take anything outside of those boxes. Um, <clears throat> so him running and running and running with that, it just makes so much more sense to him now in terms of the marketing side. Now, on the marketing side and in creating this show, what the show is about is really for investors. It's, it's talking about investments, the industry, <coughs> pardon me, and with the, with the show creates, of course, when you get in the investor community, uh, they share this stuff. They all want to help each other in this process. So the word of mouth, um, one, the show creates more and more interest, more and more people seeing them. Uh, it creates more and more word of mouth. Um, and then the jobs that he's done over the course of uh, the last year and a half, um, up to a significant number of jobs in that short period of time. Uh, you start creating a name for yourself. You become the expert. And as you become the expert, then you're the go-to. And if you're an investor and you are in the know in the area, geographical area, um, then you're going to be running into each other all of the time. 
as you come across his show, as you see him talk on uh, stages, because he can get himself now on stages in front of other investors, other investor groups. You know, there's lots of real estate agents out there that have, you know, small investor groups. Well, he gets to those and be able to speak on their stages or in front of people all of the time. So his focus in his business has shifted from, you know, really even running the business, which he still does, um, but he has to shift gears to his marketing focus is being in front of more of these investor opportunities. And it's, as he's doing that, it's just creating this, it's, it's almost like, a, I, I gotta say right now, and especially, you know, the timing might be perfect for him, but it's, it's, an, it's a frenzy, it's, it's an unlimited source. You know, we talk about consistently and predictably. Well, here's a guy that's getting uh, a minimum, and um, this is an exaggeration, a minimum of 10 leads a week, up to an average of $100,000 a lead is the opportunity. You're talking a million dollars a week in opportunities. Now, for a builder that's building, you know, three and four and $5 million homes and plus, um, that's not that big a deal. And I understand there's different models and different business models for people, but when we're focused on this client acquisition machine and this guy put it onto steroids, I think this is a fabulous story that we can't deny that when you have this sort of opportunities coming and you're spending very little money in the process of the marketing, uh, the marketing spend, man, do you ever get good at this? And you can imagine if doing this over and over and becoming the expert, closing these deals become pretty easy too. But there is a whole system. There's a system that has to get into place and this is the machine. So getting those leads is one thing. Getting in front of the right people is one thing. Uh, being able to close that is a whole other thing. So what are some of the ingredients? What are some of the pieces that have to be in place? Gotta have a killer website, right? Like nowadays you have to have a website that when someone's coming to you to spend any amount of money, and especially in the big custom build world, uh, man, that website has to be killer and it not just look good, but I believe it has to have the right content. It has to speak to the client. It has to scream expert. It has to scream expertise in the fact that you have enough content built in your site that someone can come there and really browse and spend a lot of time going through your material, your content. Uh, I think video nowadays is absolutely critical. Um, showing even time lapse on some of your builds or some of your renovations is really cool. People people love to see that. You know, that's one piece. Of course, social media is a whole other piece. Now, social media, people are going to be looking to your social media. You want to be getting followers. You've got to have people seeing your, your work on a con constant and consistent basis. You know, when you are ripping off the number of builds this guy is doing, then it, it his the material and the content is extraordinary. Now, when he realized that he had something here, he had gold as long as he could keep striking this gold and get a focus on it. So he hired and brought in a marketing, uh, a marketing manager, a marketing guy that's just focused on just getting pictures, getting pictures of everything, taking video of everything, um, just loading social media, creating a ton of content. And out of hiring that marketing guy, 
they then came up with this creation of the show. So this stuff leads to one thing leads to another. And as you're doing more of this and you're saying, man, this works really well, but what else could we do? Let's get focused on this. And this is the, you know, you can't do this when you're focused only on working in your business. You have to be working on it. You cannot be, you know, even uh, dreaming up these sorts of things and spending any time developing it if you're working in your business. It just does not work, will not work, never will. Um, so all of these parts have to come into play, right? You, you, you cannot uh, do it if you're just on the hamster wheel running and getting nowhere. Um, you've got to be pulled back. You've got to be able to think clearly. You've got to be spending the time to, to really continue to hone in and work on this client acquisition machine. You've got to continue to say, you know, if this piece works and we've got our niche and we work with investors and we're very clear about that, in fact, we don't work with anyone else, how are we going to get more investors to know who we are? Can we get on more stages? Can we create this show? Is our is our website killer and bringing in the, the right people, the right leads? Who's out there looking for renovators that do this specifically? You know, how many renovators out there actually do this specifically? I don't know that number, but I know it's... It's very few that just focus on this piece. Now, is, is this a business model that, that works for everyone? I, I would say no. I think it's a very difficult business model. I know the moving parts and pieces to this. I know how hard this guy works. I know the effort he's put in to make this work. It's extremely difficult. But man, he's got, he's got the tiger by the tail. He's got the tiger by the tail. He is running with this thing. And as he continues, um, it continues to grow for him. You know, um, this is a very duplicatable model. Very duplicatable. When you've got this show, why can't this show, you know, be in more geographical areas? Why can't you promote this? And why can't you get on more stages that are not just local in your own backyard? Why can't you expand the model? And that's exactly what he's doing now. And in fact, he could not get to uh, a $5 million business in his own backyard. I mean, that'd be very difficult. That would be, um, you know, probably most of the market share for, for the, you know, investor renovations that are going on locally. In order to continue to grow and expand and get to the numbers that he plans on getting to, um, you've you got to expand geographically, which is really not that hard once you get the model built. You know, we've talked about the franchisable model. We've talked about systematizing everything. You know, we have to be able to systematize and get this model down, uh, put the right players and pieces in place, you know, build the foundation, layer it up, and then get more of the leveraging of the people along the way. Now, a big part of what he does today is still, of course, all of the, the marketing and the show and the, and the um, uh, investor meetings. And, and he loves that part of the game, loves that part of the game. However, it gets hard to continue to uh, be in all of those places, manage the business and continue to grow this model and refine and fine tune everything within it on a consistent basis. It gets draining. Um, so What's the next step is continue to leverage the people. Leverage people to do the same things that you're doing because you have a system to it. You've built it out. You know what you're doing. It's just a matter of duplicating. 
during this process, as part of the client acquisition machine, we have to be able to close those deals. So you know, what does that take? It's estimating. We've got to be able to estimate these projects and profitably estimating these projects without pricing ourselves out of the water, but without leaving money on the table. So how do you get the top end of that scale? Now, this has been a refinement, refinement, refinement over the course of the last year. Now, how can you refine it to that degree if you're doing all kinds of other projects and all kinds of other work? The only way you can refine it is because that's what he does every single day consistently. He doesn't do any other work. So he can get really, really good at knowing the market, what it will bear, and what's the top end of that, and not go beyond it. And if he can go beyond it, he can maybe push that a little bit further. But once you're at the top end of that, you're kind of at that top end where the profitability comes in now is the efficiencies. And that's really, really what he's working on at this point. Now that the machine is working and working and working, he's getting these 10 plus leads. And this is just 10 plus leads in his current situation. Now, as he expands out, those 10 plus leads will just duplicate and triple and quadruple. And, you know, as he takes the same model into other geographical areas. And that's what's happening now. And that's what I'm in the next year. If I, you know, uh, bring this model back and we talk about it six and 12 months from now, we're just going to have a doubling of this entire business. And that's the beautiful thing when you get something tight and nailed down like this. Uh, and, and it's the only way really to get that done. You know, you know, you look at, again, we'll bring in McDonald's from the franchisable model. It's the simplest one out there. You get McDonald's can duplicate. They can go to an area and they know based on their marketing and their sales and their close rates and, you know, what they've, people love their hamburgers and it's, you know, really not very good, but it's uh, definitely has that stigma and that model to bring people in the door. They can consistently and predictably open doors, be profitable, and continue to do this all over the world. Now, can you do that with your building business? Is it difficult? Sure is, but it can be done. Um, and he's going to prove that. Um, and it's been proven before. Uh, there's very few. You know, if we look at, you know, in Canada here, we have a lair. A lair is one of, if not the only, um, custom home building business that is franchised. Um, you know, who would want to be another a lair? Uh, can it be done? Yeah, a thousand percent it can be done. Um, you know, why nobody else has done it? Because it's hard. It's difficult. But can it be done? Absolutely. Does anybody want to go and do it? Maybe, maybe not, but the, the, the point is that it can be done and it has been done. And now it's a matter of duplicating and proving that model. You know, their marketing works, their websites work, the websites draw traffic. When we can do this consistently, it works. Now, here's this guy that is a year and a half in, I'm talking a year and a half in of this particular model that's completely transformed his business, completely transformed his life. At the time when he was a million dollars, he was far more stressed and, uh, you know, it's, it's the hamster wheel. It's being on that hamster wheel, not being able to get off the thing is the biggest stress. It's the biggest frustration. It's the one that just has you running and running. Now, at least he's in a point where he's running and is excited about the business, is driven by the business because there is extreme growth opportunities here. 
you know, he's also likely, you know, quadrupled, easily quadrupled if he wants his, his own pocketbook. Um, there's no question about that. Uh, in fact, we've talked about numbers and profitability and won't get into those, but the bottom line is it, it's substantially more income. Now that allows for some true freedom, but the true freedom comes when you've really put all of the pieces in place that can, you can now pull yourself away and look at the business from a distance and you can monitor and measure it through scoreboards. And this is the piece that we're continually working with them right now on is just fine tuning those scoreboards to, to make sure you're seeing what's working and what's not working and refining and refining to the point where when it is truly scalable and you are duplicating and duplicating that you've got this thing finely tuned and it works like, you know, it's just a well-oiled machine period end of story. Um, the next step steps for them. 100% is pulling themselves away from the estimating. Uh, it's pulling themselves away from sales. Now, most guys out there are their top sales guys. They are the sales guys. They love to sell. And for the most part, I've heard hundreds of times where, you know, I have to be the one to sell. If I'm not selling, who can do it? Nobody else can do it like I can do it. So I'll never be able to replace myself in sales. And you know, yes, you probably are a great sales guy. There's no question. And this guy thought he's the best sales guy, but I can promise even after today's, you know, call we had and session we went through, you know, he's clearly saying I can replace myself easily in sales. Now that I get the model, now that I get the structure, <clears throat> pardon me. And I know the system of how I sell, um, you know, with their name and their brand out there now, and being known as well as they have been, or they are, the track record they've created for themselves, um, it's really not about him and what he brings to the table, it's about the model and the system that the, the team is now bringing to the table. That's what we're referring to, and that's where if you can get your business to that level, this is where you get that ultimate freedom. So he is steps away, uh, it's releasing of the estimating, it's releasing of the sales, and then it's stepping back to really look at the bigger picture and the bigger vision. And for him, it will be opening up new geographical territories. And if he can put leaders in place to open up those territories for himself, and he's not looking down at the franchise model in terms of you know a true franchise and setting up franchises to do this, but under his own leadership and ownership, and putting the right guys in place in new territories. The model's been built. The structure's there. You know, having construction managers, project managers, uh, site supervisors, uh, team infrastructures within the administrative side of things, putting in an estimator and a salesperson. All of those pieces, yes, cost us money to get done, but when you can scale this thing up and scale out, um, there's no question, at least uh, he sees predictably, this is as of this afternoon, um, that 15 million is not out of the cards to be hitting 15 million in the next uh, few years. Uh, three years from now, 15. Now that's, you know, three, that's four and a half, that's five. Call it five years from going from a million bucks to 15. And the only way that that happened was through a client acquisition machine on steroids.
incredible process. When you got that machine working for you like this, oh man, like you, it, this is the gold. This is what I want everyone to figure out. And it does not have to be with investors. It does not, it, it doesn't matter what it's with. It's just getting it figured out for yourself, niching down, um, a niche is so critical. You know, you can really focus your target, your market, marketing, your sales, your efforts on a niche. When you narrow down, you actually expand your possibilities. And that's kind of a mind fuck, right? Like how do we narrow our niche and get more and bigger opportunities and better opportunities? Well, this has proven it. And, and I hope that going through this, that it, it again, one of the things we talk about all the time, you have to have this radical shift in mindset and beliefs. If we can't get you a radical shift in your mindset and in your thinking, then it's you're going to struggle on, you know, kind of being stuck in the ways that you were stuck in previous. You know, if you're continuing to try to do the same things and get a new result, well, we all know what that's called, and it's just not going to get you there. So, you know, they always say what has got us here will not get us to the next level. We've got to change some thinking, we've got to change our ways, and we've got to be open, at least open to accepting that there may be a different way to look at things, or there may be a different marketing strategy, maybe, uh, you know, a different niche that I need to go down, or maybe I've got to throw away everything I thought I know about going after everything, because if I went after everything, I'd never miss anything. But in the, in the, in the, stretching yourself of trying to get everything and not miss anything, you're probably missing more than you know. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is it's just, this, this gentleman would not have, would not likely, it'd be very unlikely to be hitting 15 million in the next few years and heading on that trajectory and knowing with some predictability that that's going to happen because the machine is working. The machine is bringing in the new opportunities every single week. And it's with the expansion of new territories, it will only double and triple and quadruple. So as he continues to expand out and duplicate what's being done, there's just more and more of those opportunities. It's now a matter of can I manage and build and continue and, and keep my the infrastructure, my people, to get this work done. Am I thinking differently? Am I thinking outside the box? Am I getting myself off the tools? Am I, am I way too invested in my business right now? Is being in my business keeping me small? Maybe. You know, I think that's what we have to ask ourselves, that we have to consider is being in my business too much. And I'm thinking, well, being in my business saves me money. I don't have to pay for people to do what I do and I do so well anyway but maybe it's costing you a ton of dough. And that's where we really want to at least have you digging into the possibilities that this might be true, that there can be some truth to this. And if you believe in this whole story and what's going on here, um, man, this is where really the, the, the rubber meets the road in terms of um, getting serious about making some, some adjustments, making some tweaks, at least giving it a try. You know, like marketing uh, is all testing, right? Marketing to me is all testing. There's no good or bad marketing to, per se until it's proven that it's not working or it is working. 
you know, how can we say that what we are attempting to do doesn't work until we try it? You know, so I'm urging you to uh, be open to trying it, be open to trying new things, um, be open to exploring new opportunities, be open to, you know, anything that's coming your way, anything that does come your way, like listening to this, watching this. If you're doing that, it's happening for a reason. There is a purpose to it. You may not know exactly what that is right now, but anything that's being put in front of you is there for you. So if you can be open to it, and perhaps there's something new coming that you're just not sure about, but damn it, if I, if I try it, maybe, maybe there's something there. So definitely urge you to uh, be open to testing, to trying, uh, to thinking about marketing and sales differently. And let's just touch on marketing and sales, the difference between marketing and sales. And this came from uh, my good buddy, Joe Polish, uh, Joe and Dean. Uh, Joe and Dean have the I Love Marketing podcast. And uh, Joe's just a, an incredible uh, networker and um, just a, a, a brilliant business and marketing mind um, and great dude. And what he came up with, um, or at least he said it so perfectly that I always have to use this when I think of the difference between marketing and sales. There's a simple fact that marketing is everything that we do to get ourselves in front of or on the phone with a new prospective client. So marketing is everything that we do to get in front of that client, to get that opportunity. So what are we doing to get new opportunities? If you're doing something to get a new opportunity, get in front of or on the phone with someone, that's a marketing issue. That's a marketing uh, ploy. That's a marketing strategy of some kind. You know, so what marketing strategies are working for you? What marketing strategies are not? And if you're not deploying any marketing and strategies and you're worried about or thinking about word of mouth, word of mouth, I've always said word of mouth will make you a living, but it will not make you a fortune. So if you want to make a fortune, if you want that ultimate freedom of time and money, if you truly, truly want that for yourself and you're relentless in the pursuit, then we have to look at the marketing that we're working on. We have to make improvements. We have to test it. We have to keep improving, improving, improving until we nail down and get the, the leads coming in and the new opportunities that are right for us to come in on a consistent and predictable basis. That's when you have something serious that you can now turn into closed deals. And so sales, in conjunction with marketing, if marketing is everything you do to get in front of or on the phone with a client, then sales is everything we do once we get in front of or on the phone with a client. The so sales is now how are we, you know, closing that opportunity? How are we taking that opportunity across the finish line and not just across the finish line at a any dollar amount, but at the highest possible profitable dollar amount that we can. And if once you have that system in place and it works like a machine and it truly is a machine for you, now you got something. <coughs> Pardon me. Now, ultimately, when that machine is working for you, you now want to leverage that machine. You want to duplicate that machine. You want to pour more into that machine. It's interesting because I was with a client um, a couple of weeks ago and... Uh, that client's at a, at a point where, you know, he wants to turn the tap down a bit on that marketing machine. And that's the, the beautiful thing is the realization that you actually have the ability to 
kind of turn the tap up, turn the tap down. You can, you know, add more into your funnel. You can add more to your pipeline or you can chill it out a little bit when you're, you're kind of maxed out and you're, you're not wanting to get beyond that growth stage. You need to build more people or more infrastructure before you go to that next stage. You can dial, you can turn that tap up and down. Same with this guy. He absolutely has some control of uh, his leads. Now it's been harder for him now because his word of mouth is get is going like crazy. He's got more and more people calling him that he has no idea of who and how they're even coming to him at this point because the word is on, on the street that he's the expert and these investors all talk and they're in their own communities. And so it's really hard for him to kind of tone this down, but he can tone it down in terms of um, the amount of stages and visits and shows and things that he's a part of himself, he can dial that down. As he dials that down, so will the opportunities be dialed down. So we can dial up, we can dial down our acquisition machine. It is a machine. Think of it as a machine. I can get on and I can turn up the gas or I can, uh, or I can put in more gas or I can, I can pull off the throttle a little bit. It's a beautiful thing when it works as well as it does. For this gentleman. Um, I wish you all the most success in trying to find your own client acquisition machine and not just find it, but implement it and make it work for you and make it work flawlessly. Um, and then along the way, as you ramp that up, of course, your infrastructure, your people, your systems all have to be leveled, leveraged. Your job sites need to become that one ecosystem. And that radical shift, if that radical shift is not there for you, it's going to be harder for you to accept or see new possibilities for yourself. So please be open to new opportunities, be open to new possibilities, put the right pieces in place, hammer that machine, put it on steroids and uh, go get the freedom that you all deserve. We all deserve, um, you know, and that's why we're here. And certainly uh, there's no more fulfillment than I get and we get as a company than seeing businesses transform and as a result, fulfillment of dreams come true. And I wish you that for everyone out there. Uh, cheers all, um, can't wait to see you again next week. If you enjoyed today's podcast and would like to learn more about how to get off the hamster wheel of your business, visit us at fulllevelcoach.com forward slash learn more. You can access tools that will help you enjoy more time, money, and freedom in your own business. You can also book a strategy session with our owner and entrepreneur, Randy Stanbury. Thanks for listening.